Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network. President Obama notified House Speaker Boehner in a letter that 90 U.S. service members are en route to the African nation to conduct airborne intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance operations in the region. The White House says U.S. personnel began deploying to Cameroon on Monday, and a total of up to about 300 service members could be sent. Be still and know. In a letter addressed to the Christian Jews in Asia Minor, the Apostle Peter wrote, Honor all men, love the brotherhood. In these two brief sentences, notes author John R. Gunn, we find the two basic principles of democracy. Honor all men. This is what the founders of the American Republic had in mind when they declared that all men are born equal. They were speaking in denial of the old world idea of class distinctions and preferment on the basis of birth. They were challenging the principle of the divine right of kings. Treat every man as a king. Give every man a chance. Keep the door open so that all, the high and the low, the skilled and the unskilled, shall have equal opportunity. Where this opportunity does not exist, democracy is a sham. Love the brotherhood. Work together for the good of all. Treat one another as members of a common family. You can't omit love from democracy and make it work. It simply isn't practical. The law of love is the law of nature as well as the law of God and is not to be subordinated to any so-called law of necessity. Democracy is not primarily politics nor election by a majority. Democracy means that we are united in a social body in which we live together, work together, suffer together, triumph together, perish together which we belong to one another. Democracy is the conviction of the worth of ordinary people, the conviction that there will be amazing results from unlikely sources if the doors of opportunity are thrown open wide enough to challenge and inspire all people. Be Still and Know, produced for the Presbyterian Church in the United States, closes with this admonition from the book of 1 Peter. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. When 
I kept silence. My bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer, Selah. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin, Selah. For this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely, in the floods of great waters, they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance, Selah. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Be ye not as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice ye righteous, and shout for joy all ye that are upright in heart. This is Morning Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
good morning. This is the early morning gospel program. Morning inspiration on Jam Radio 2.1. Oh, yeah, it's a happy day. It's a wonderful day. It's a blessed day.
This is Morty Inspirations on Jam Radio 2.1. And top of the morning to you. Welcome to Morning Inspirations here on Jam Radio 2.1. On this Monday morning. 
ready to take you up and get ready for work, school, or just coming home. Now time for our morning prayer. Let's pray. Father God, we, we come before you this morning and help you as we can to say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for all your many blessings. Forgive us, Lord, for any, anything that was done knowingly and unknowingly. Have mercy, Lord. We just say thank you for life itself. We thank you for your son. We thank you for the cross. We thank you, Lord, for everything. Even up to this moment. So we thank you for being out in our lives, even during this present age. Times are getting tough. We thank you for being in our lives. Oh, we lift up those, Lord, who who don't know you in part this end. We lift up those in hospital and hospice and nursing homes everywhere. We lift up those behind prison behind prison walls. We lift up those, Lord, our school children who get ready to go to school this morning. We lift up that commuter. That that the community from home to work or from work to home or we, we pray child and mercies on them. Lord, we pray for all our children, Lord. Going to school this morning. We pray them to keep them, keep them safe and sound. Going and coming back home. We lift up our men and women in armed forces, our men and women in uniform, our EMTs, ambulance, our EMTs, and nurses, and police officers, and correctional uh, officers, and all those Lord, in the uniform. We lift up our men and women in the armed forces, Lord. With our family, our friends, our church family, our neighbors, Lord, our pastor, and his family. We lift up that that family, that young man's family who, who was found shot to them just the other morning. We pray for their family, Lord. Have mercy upon them, Lord. And we, we lift up every Mother and father who lost a son or a daughter due to violence. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy. We pray for our city, Lord. That there be peace in, in these cities. But the acts of violence. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you're about to do. We pray this prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you.
thank you for allowing us to pray for you. We're at the top of the hour. Well of life. Look at this. But violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Violence covers the mouth of the wicked. I was at 7-Eleven the other day, and I knew this was coming to this one kid, 7-Eleven out in Green Valley. This this is one young kid that works behind the counter, and I think he thinks that counter is like a force field. <laughs> that nobody can just reach over and grab him and, and reach, reach out and touch him. And this dude is so rude, it's ridiculous. He tried to get rude with me one time. I had to calm down. I said, look, I need some quarters for the air. My tires were low. See me? I said, here's three dollars and get some quarters. Say no, not three dollars. One dollar. I said, it's your machine. You gonna get some money from it? Give me three dollars. No, one dollar. All right, give me a dollar. At that point, I had to calm down and say, I'm not gonna do that. First of all, you're a little not no kid. I feel like telling you, okay, here, grab it and get it close right here. As soon as you grab it, head, slam your head to the counter. Throw the dollar at him. Didn't knock all the gum and five our energy off. And take a honey bun while I go. <laughs> no, but but here's the thing. But he's talking all this stuff, and there's one kid that's up in there, and he comes talking stuff to this one kid. And this kid's like, he started coming at him, boy. And I'm standing there, I'm like, hmm, this is going to be interesting. Because <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and watch it. Like, mm, I told you, but I knew it was going to happen. He got scared. Then his eyes kind of turned red. He was like, you get out of my store. You get out. He got scared. He really got scared. And um, that kid was going to whoop him. He said, I'll be back at 9 o'clock. <laughs> I was like, hmm. I'm like, I think I'm going to I'm gonna have something to do. I'm going to tell Ms. Kicker, let me run to the store at 9. <laughs> I got something to check out real quick. Watch him get wobby out there. Yeah, get him. Y'all, y'all see me on YouTube <laughs> in the background. Get him. That's for talking that mess about that air. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. This guy, man, I saw I saw him come up in the, and, and, and the one kid, man, he just started talking. Cussing, you know, saying I kill you and stuff like that, and all this stuff. And the kid doesn't know this is on camera and all of that stuff, man. Doesn't have a clue. And I feel bad for him because I'm like, you probably that popo gonna be ready for you the next time you show up. So, you know. But here's the thing. The thing I was showing was this: the Bible says the mouth of the righteous is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. And that's what I saw, man. That's all that came from him. I know he was angry, but some of the vilest things were coming out of his mouth. But we're not to be like that, amen? We're righteous. Our mouths are a well of life. We don't react. We respond. Amen? Amen. Go in your Bibles too. Click it for me. Go to Proverbs ten nineteen. <laughs> it says, In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. See that? In a multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. Verse 20, 
The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is worth little. Do you see that? Stop right there. It says, the tongue of the righteous is choice silver. All right? That's the silver people use for utensils and things like that because, you know, you really don't see people. Most of the time when you see people having uh, uh, valuable uh, china and then, and then like, uh, what, what is it, tea, what do they call that, pictures or whatever you want to call it, it's normally not gold, right? Normally if it's something valuable, it's silver with things like that. And so there's a place that, that silver is the thing of choice. So it says, the tongue of the righteous is choice silver, but the heart of the wicked is worth little. You, you see that? It went from the tongue to the heart. But in, it's saying the same thing. It's saying that the heart of the righteous brings forth that tongue that's like choice silver. But the heart of the wicked, which is going to bring forth that death, that violence, it says the heart of the wicked is worth little. Verse 21. Say it for me, because I think those verses are, yeah, you can click it again. Verse 21, the lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. What does that mean? The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. So if we know that God's word is the food that you know this is talking about, right? The lips of the righteous feed many. That's the life we give. We're giving God's truth. It said, but, but fools die for lack of wisdom. What does that mean? That means that it's the people that chose not to receive the truth, the wisdom of God, that comes from the mouth of the righteous. Are you hearing me? God expects that our lives, our mouths are bringing forth wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is, is truthfully God's wisdom is 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 opposite of what the world says. God's word, the Bible says God's wisdom is foolishness to the world, and the world stuff is foolishness to God. Meaning, the reason the world will say it's foolishness because they don't want to hear. They're hard-hearted, pride for all of that. They'll say that that's foolishness. You hear people say Christianity is for the weak. But the truth of the matter is that the world's stuff is foolishness to God. Right? Lips of the righteous feed many. Are people edified and fed when they come into contact with you? Are you hearing me? Do they hear you speaking the same thing that everybody else is speaking, lost in everything, calling it as you see them? Health insurance. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it by God's economy. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Not according to the United States. Can, can I help you out? If, if your economy is the United States, you in debt. <laughs> okay, just help you out. You borrow money for China right now. <laughs> See, I mean, so, so if you're going to speak reality, speak reality. Are you hearing me? I love those commercials where um, you see the guy with a big house, 
nice car. And he's out to cut the yard. And he's smiling. He says, I'm up to debt in my eyeballs. <laughs> and, and they're talking about people looking like they have the good life. Oh, man, the way America does it, man, come on. It's so opposite of what God says. It's so opposite. God wants us, us not to not to react to things the way the world does. Man, we got to respond the way he says to do it. Amen? Are you hearing me? Amen? The way you start it is by speaking it. That's how you begin to create it. you hear me? Your kids, your kids may be going through things, your little ones, whatever. You can't call it as you see it. You got to start laying hands and speaking some life. Amen? Call it as God says it. Even when they don't know. The boys don't know. I lay hands on them every night, and I'm speaking. I'm saying, blessed and highly favored of God. Ever so often, Jeremiah and Judah, they feel my hand. They're like, you know for me. You know, because they don't know. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. I'm blessing you. <laughs> I give him a woman. Next time I come here and bless you, you better just lay there. I lay down and put it all on you. <laughs> no, that's for real, though. I come in there every night. Bless the house, favor. Bless the house. I'm going to speak life, man. Man, even when they don't know it, I'm speaking life. Call them as I see them. Sometimes they do seem like they're crazy. I'm like, y'all really have to fight over that. I'm like, you know, you know, teenagers, you know, they get to the age where they talk stuff about everything, right? I know that. How many of y'all know that? It, they just got something to say about everything, you know. Well, it, it doesn't have to be disrespect, but I mean, like to their siblings and stuff. So Jeremiah comes upstairs and says, mm, I got to use the bathroom. They're like, why? Why? Hold up, hold up. Did you really say why? So he's got to have this long conversation because he's got to use the bathroom. Okay, he's got to explain why. Jeremiah's like, what you eat, man? Dude, I mean, what? I'm like, Jay, shut up. Let him go to the bathroom, please. I'm like, my gosh. So therefore, I show up at night and lay hands and oil on them. And Lord, bless his mind. Bless and highly favored. <laughs> that teenage mind. But, I mean, y'all know that's the reality of why teens do that, because the, their frontal lobe is not fully developed. No, that's real. So they, they got some crazy stuff going on. I pray, I pray for that. I lay hands right on that lobe. Right, right, right on that lobe, right there. <laughs> okay, I right, am sorry. Okay. Go to uh, Proverbs 10, verse 31. It says right here, the mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom. Here it is again. But the perverse tongue will be cut out. Yeah. The mouth of the righteous bring forth, brings forth wisdom, but the perverse tongue will be cut out. Ah, really quickly. Go 
to Proverbs 8.13. It says right here, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, and the evil way, and the perverse mouth. I hate. This is what God says. The perverse mouth means the the forward mouth or the the the, the perverted mouth, mouth the, the the fraudulent mouth, anything that deals with wickedness. And if what you need to understand is that if this world is full of wickedness and we just call it as we see it, then that means we're speaking more on wickedness. God says, I hate that. Hear me. Let's go in your Bibles really quick. Let's move move fast so I can go and get finished. Go to Matthew twelve thirty four. Well, you don't have to go there. You don't have to go there because I already spoke about it. It says, "Brood of vipers, how can you speak? Uh, being evil, speak good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Everything is coming from your heart. So, with with that in mind, if out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. Look at Proverbs verse uh, four. I'm sorry, chapter four, verse twenty three. Go there. Proverbs four twenty three. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks, the Bible says. Proverbs 4.23 says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life, of all life or of your life. Your life. Just guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of your life. The issues that you face in your life right now, Many of, many of those issues have come from what you've said, your heart. Out of what's in your heart is what you speak. And you are creating when you hear me. Away from your deceitful mouth. Perverse lips look far, perverse lips far from you. I see that? Let's go go over to, matter of fact, let's do this. Click it for me. So now, how do I ensure that I speak life into my world? How do I make sure? You know trials are going to come. You know trouble's going to rise. The day of adversity is going to come. The day of prosperity is going to come as well. But how do I make sure that I speak life into my world? Always. Look at this. Hide God's word in your heart, just like we just said. Hide God's word in your heart. Guard your heart with all this. Hide God's word in your heart. Go to Psalm 119, verse 11, really quickly. Almost finished. Really simple. It's just, a, just, just refreshing you, uh, uh, reminding you, so to speak. Hide God's word in your heart. How do you do that? Psalm 119, verse 11. Says your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. Look at that. 
Thou will re- I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as, as in all riches. I will meditate in your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes, and I will not forget your word. Stop right there. Hiding God's word in my heart means, look, I'm going to meditate on his word. Meditate on his word. What does that mean? That means to meditate takes some time. You can't meditate in a room full of everybody. Can you? That don't even sound right. Chaos is all right. I'm meditating. Oh, you're probably not. Meditation normally happens when you're off by yourself. Hear me. I will meditate on your precepts. Precepts. I, I will delight myself in your statutes. Do you delight in God's word? You delight in it. I delight in God's word. You know why? Because that's what the only thing that's going to bring about change in my life. If I already know trouble's going to come, if I already know the squeeze is going to be on my life, I'm going to delight in this word because that's my answer. You delight in things that benefit you. Some of us get sucker punched because we stop delighting, we stop meditating, and Satan's like, thank you. And it's like Star Wars, the reverse. Darth Vader, the shield of down. Anybody know about Star Wars? Y'all know that? When they took out the Death Star, as soon as those shields were down, they went in. As soon as the enemy, the shields are down, let's go! And he sucker punches, punches you. You hear me? I delight in his word. That's what's going to bring change. Are you hearing me? And I, I meditate in this word on how to be a better husband, a better father, a better pastor, a better friend. I have to. When, when is it a good day for me to say, I got this, Lord? Because you never got it. There's more for God to reveal to you. Are you hearing me? Got to get this. And he said, but listen, I've hidden this word in my heart. Right now, sitting in. I've been absorbed with I've let it saturate me. Because when the squeeze comes on, now that's going to ensure that I don't I don't sin against God. Everything is going to be a response based on what's in me. And he says, and contemplate your ways. I'll contemplate your ways. Contemplate your ways. I'll favor or care. I'll, I'll give regard to, to your ways. I'll respect your ways. That's what contemplate in that sense means. Are you hearing me? God's way is right, period. It has nothing to do with how you feel. Are you hearing me? His way is right, period. And when you begin to question his way, somebody just said that God doesn't know what he's talking about. Are you hearing me? His way is right. It says your statutes are right. Your your judgments are pure. All these things, man, his way is right. 
Now, you can sit there and keep doing it your way, and I promise you it's going to bring destruction. Or you can choose to do it his way and watch and see what's going to happen. It's going to bring the same result that, that, that happens when you do it his way that he said in his word. Amen? You're not going to have his way in you. Or that when the squeeze comes on, you walk out his way unless you purpose you put it in you by meditating on his word. Contemplate, respecting his way. Amen? Go to this. Go to, uh, matter of fact, number two. We keep God's word in the midst of our heart. The question is, how do we ensure that we speak life into our world? We hide God's word in our heart, and then we keep his word in the midst of our hearts. We just went there. I just read that. Say, keep God's word in the midst of your heart. What does that mean? It's in the center. His word is not a side issue. The midst means the center. Are you hearing me? So many of us treat God's word like it's a side issue. And I joke on this all the time, but, but we respond to that ding, boom, Facebook. Okay. They went to the beach. We respond to, we, we look at Facebook before we look at God's word. And I just don't, I mean, honestly, me seeing everybody else go to the beach and it's raining outside right here, they ain't going to do nothing but depress me. They ain't going to do nothing but make me want to leave Colorado and get back to Alabama. I don't need that. Amen? So I'm not trying to spend my time on things like that. I, no, 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 no. No, listen, listen. I'm, I'm keeping, I'm guarding this word, and I'm putting it in the center of my heart, the center of my being. He's the first and the last. Alpha and omega. When I rise up, I'm in his word. When I lay down, I'm in his word. Meditate his word day and night, which brings us to this. Go to number three. Meditate in God's word day and night. How do we ensure that we speak life into our worlds? Some of our mouths have brought us to, listen, we've created the things that we're facing right now, a lot of from what we said. How we said it. All of these things. Go to Psalms chapter 1, and then we're finished. Chapter 1. I'm going to help you out. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. What does that mean? Every, what, what, what the news media is saying, what everything around you is saying. It's right here. Blessed, happy, fortunate, even to be envy, it says, is the man who walks not the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the paths of sinners. I ain't walking that way. Nor sits in the seat of the scornful, those mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. 
And I pray you don't find yourself as a mocker when God says what he says and you, you take the position that, wait a minute, that's just too far-fetched. You've just become a mocker. Are you hearing me? But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the word of God. And in his law, he meditates day and night. That word law right there just simply means his word, his statutes, principles. And what happens? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in this season. Look what your life is bringing forth. Whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind blows away. But it says, look, when he meditates in God's word day and night, he says, look, look, he'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, the most fertile soil, bringing forth that fruit, that life. A tree that brings forth fruit, it proves that it has life. That's what Jesus said. He said, an evil tree produces good fruit. I'm sorry, evil tree, evil tree produces evil fruit, good tree produces good fruit, and he says, it's from your heart. Right? Out of the bunch of the heart comes everything else. So it says, when you meditate in God's word, then now what's going to come out of you is life. Bring forth fruit in the season. Look at this, whose leaves shall not wither. The leaf, guys, here's the thing. When, when, when they talk about medicine, and things like that, the, the healing, the medicine is in the leaves. You understand that, right? When they come up with medicines and things like that, it's, it's early medicines were from the leaves of trees. That's where you got it from. Aloe. Are, are you hearing me? Listen, whose leaves shall not wither. I said your health is not going to wither. Look at this. Whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. That's life. Life coming forth. Are you hearing me? That's how we ensure that we speak life into our world, guys. It's all about getting God's in there. Listen, can I help get, getting God's word in there, I should say. Here's the thing. Now please understand that's why Satan and your flesh fight so hard against you spending time in God's word. When you look at it at the scheme of things, for real, there's there's really a battle between this TV show and God's word for real. For real. For real. I mean, think about it. Think about it in the real scheme of things. For real. We're really going to let that be a battle. Now, I know we're not talking about reading God's word constantly. You can't watch TV. Don't walk out of here and say I said that. But I'm saying we, we won't give God any time. We don't set aside any time to get with God. But we make sure our time is right for our programs, right? Don't we? Especially with DVR and stuff. You, you hear me? We have to get 
God's word in in us, God. If we know that's the truth, you must understand that's why that battle is there. That's why there is truly a struggle. And do not cop out and say, well, it doesn't mean all of that. It doesn't take all of that. Just understand. Satan is making himself ready to sucker punch you. Are you hearing me? The Bible says don't be ignorant of his devices. He only seeks who he can devour, meaning he cannot devour everyone. He goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. A lion, when it hunts, it looks for the weak and the stragglers. Are you hearing me? Now, why would we find ourselves weak? We have not eaten. Right? How do we find ourselves straggling? We have not eaten. We've gotten tired. We lag behind. And sometimes we come up with, with some erroneous thoughts. It don't take all that. Why are you walking so fast? It don't take all that walking. And you forgot the reason we hang in this herd like this is because that line is not going to walk over with all of us sitting right here and we all look strong. Hear me. So, value God's word. Know that it benefits you. Know that Satan's going to fight against you and your flesh is going to war against your time of spending in God's word. And just know that, listen, as a believer, you've got to spend time in his word because it's the only way life is going to flow from you. And as believers, the Bible says the righteous, our mouths should be wells of life. Hear me. The Bible says the wicked speak death. I ain't wicked no more, man. You're
You are listening to Morning Inspirations on Jam Radio 2.1. Inspirations 
12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Communities improve. The path to success starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. London Church bears this sign. Not everyone who attends this church is converted. Watch your handbags. Some church members profess one thing but practice another. But when one becomes a Christian, he never forgets the reverence due to God, the rights due to man, and the respect due to self. The Christian life is no mere church-going, hymn-singing, escape from the obligations of life. It's real and it shows its influence in your life. The Bible, in describing a Christian, says he keeps his promise, even if it ruins him. For your free copy of Dr. Guido's daily devotional, Seeds from the Sower, write The Sower, Metter, Georgia, 30439. Visit us on the web at thesower.com. Wow, yeah, since the storm, it's been crazy busy for us. We got all kinds of office desks coming in. Uh, here's a here's a fancy one right here. It's missing a leg, but that's all right. Whatever. Washers and dryers from a laundromat. Oh, wow, check this out. Another deep fryer. And I'm not sure what this doohickey is. Yeah, most businesses weren't ready for a storm like that, you know. But our work's really piling up here at Roberts & Sons Salvage. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. You are listening to Morning Inspirations on Jam Radio 
shock you too. You can tell how I deal by the cues and clues. Yes, I speak that wisdom out, but I don't talk to fools. Cause they tremble on your front because they went to school. Even though I went to school, I still submit to his rules. And that's the reason why nobody will not stop me, dude. So I stay on the grind. I opened up my mouth and did some things, get in line. We don't want to fight, so we push it to the side. He about to make it rain, I'm a flood on the ride. Meet me at the front, so with that blood in your eye. And I'ma show you how to cross over, it's over. Jehovah got love in his eyes. A lot of haters want to block the chair. But none of them want to applaud me when it's my time. I'ma keep my head high, keep my nose to the ground. Cause in due time, they gon' be saying my rap.
Are you standing on solid ground today? Hi, I'm Jonathan Falwell. There's a song that says this, On Christ the solid rock I stand. I love those words. You know why? Because every single one of us, we walk down a road, we travel a path that so often gets us to the place where we feel like we're sinking. Anybody feel like that today? Maybe you've had a rough week walking through challenges and you feel like you're sinking with no hope. You don't know where you're going and you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how you're going to make it through. And then you think of those words, on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. Those aren't just words to a song. It's truth. It's doctrine. It's what we must base our lives on. So today I encourage you, if you're listening and you're going through a time in your life where things are tough and you feel like you're standing in sand or maybe worse, standing in quicksand, and you feel like there is no hope and you're sinking further and further with no hope for victory, my friends, remember who God is. Remember what God has done, that you can stand on the solid rock, the solid rock of Christ. And when you are standing there, there is nothing that can take you down. You will be victorious. You've been listening to One on One with Pastor Jonathan. To learn more, visit fallwell.com, F-A-L-W-E-L-L, fallwell.com. If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, it would start pretty normal, like this. But, but then, then right, right around here, her life would take a bad turn with her mother abusing her. And about this far in, Nikki would drop out of high school and run away. Here, she'd be forced to work two jobs struggling to support herself and her daughter. She'd feel stuck, stuck, stuck. But stuck. then she'd decide to earn her GED diploma. She'd take my prep classes. Study every night. And feel unstuck. Because she finally hears someone say, Nikki Baker, come up and get your GED diploma. If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, the ending wouldn't be the ending at all. It would be the beginning of a brighter future. For free info about GED test prep classes, call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister.
on, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's so great. much fun. Uh-huh. I do say so myself. Um, hey, did you know that birthday parties actually help build confidence in kids? Um, yeah, I did know that. Did you know that giving kids less sugar before bedtime helps them sleep better? Right, of course. Yeah, I knew that. Um, did you know that strollers have the right of way on sidewalks? <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Did you know that friendly kids statistically have more friends? <laughs> Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah? yeah pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Hey, guys, did you know that most people think they're using the right car seat for their kid, but they're not? I didn't know that. <laughs> I think I knew that. No, no, you didn't. Parents who really know it all? know for sure that their child is in the right car seat at the right age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat to make sure your child is protected. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Should churches use surveillance cameras? Legal insights for pastors. Here's a word from attorney David Gibbs Jr. A pastor of a very new church called the Christian Law Association he knows having two adults present at all times with children is a safeguard against liability. With such a small congregation, however, having two adults in the room was often difficult. Our attorney suggested consider using surveillance cameras. The law allows property owners, in this case the church, to install and use surveillance cameras on their own property. The church can now have more adults attend the main service and know the children at the church are safe and watched for. If you have any questions about the use of surveillance cameras, please call us at CLA. If it's been a while since you've been to our website, you really ought to check it out. ChristianLaw.org is a virtual tool shed of legal tools, legal advice for pastors and ministries, answers to difficult questions, links to helpful PDF files, and much more. Then there's our Legal Alert newsletter and a link that lets you contact a CLA attorney. So check it all out at christianlaw.org. Again, that's christianlaw.org. Would you join with me, please, in prayer? Pray with me, Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. Jesus, thank you that you loved me enough that you became a man and died on a cross paid the price for all the wrong things that I have done I'm sorry for my sin it's my sin that put you on that cross and I'm sorry I don't want to live in rebellion to you anymore. I ask you to forgive me. And tonight I open my heart and I invite you into my life to be my Savior and my Lord. I believe, Jesus, you are the Son of God. I believe you died for me to pay the price for all the wrong things that I've committed against God and against man. I believe that on the third day, by the power of God, you were raised from the dead as living proof that my trust in you tonight is not in vain. 
I believe that as Christ was raised from the dead, so tonight, Almighty God, you are raising me from the dead, from the death of sin. You are giving me a new life, the life of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, on my testimony and the belief in my heart and according to your word, at this moment, I believe I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Hallelujah. Saved. 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 Oh, let me ask you, friends, in closing tonight, have you done this? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you come to that obedience of faith? Have you come to that place of true repentance and true faith? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Are you trusting alone tonight in Jesus Christ for your salvation? For there is no other way, there is no other message. For there is no other way, there is no other message. Oh, come to him, come to the Saviour tonight. Come to him just as you are. Come to him in your sin. Come to him in all your needs. And cast yourself upon his mercy and upon his infinite grace. Cast yourself upon his mercy and upon his infinite grace. Cast yourself wholly to him. And you too will enter into that joy of sins again. Peace with God and eternal, abundant life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For how will you escape if you neglect so great salvation? For how will you escape if you neglect so great salvation? Can I say thanks? Things you have done for me. Things so undeserved. Gave your very life for me. The voices. Let 
Gloria a Dios.
President Obama notified House Speaker Boehner in a letter that 90 U.S. service members are en route to the African nation to conduct airborne intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance operations in the region. The White House says U.S. personnel began deploying to Cameroon on Monday, and a total of up to about 300 service members could be sent. Be still and know. In a letter addressed to the Christian Jews in Asia Minor, the Apostle Peter wrote, Honor all men, love the brotherhood. In these two brief sentences, notes author John R. Gunn, we find the two basic principles of democracy. Honor all men. This is what the founders of the American Republic had in mind when they declared that all men are born equal. They were speaking in denial of the old world idea of class distinctions and preferment on the basis of birth. They were challenging the principle of the divine right of kings. Treat every man as a king. Give every man a chance. Keep the door open so that all, the high and the low, the skilled and the unskilled, shall have equal opportunity. Where this opportunity does not exist, democracy is a sham. Love the brotherhood. Work together for the good of all. Treat one another as members of a common family. You can't omit love from democracy and make it work. It simply isn't practical. The law of love is the law of nature as well as the law of God and is not to be subordinated to any so-called law of necessity. Democracy is not primarily politics nor election by a majority. Democracy means that we are united in a social body in which we live together, work together, suffer together, triumph together, perish together which we belong to one another. Democracy is the conviction of the worth of ordinary people, the conviction that there will be amazing results from unlikely sources if the doors of opportunity are thrown open wide enough to challenge and inspire all people. Be Still and Know, produced for the Presbyterian Church in the United States, closes with this admonition from the book of 1 Peter. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. This is Morning Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
This is Morty Inspirations on Jam Radio 2.1.
the mouth of the righteous is a well of life. Look at this. But violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Violence covers the mouth of the wicked. I was at 7-Eleven the other day, and I knew this was coming to this one kid, 7-Eleven out in Green Valley. This, this is one young kid that works behind the counter, and I think he thinks that counter is like a force field. <laughs> that nobody can just reach over and grab him and, and reach, reach out and touch him. And this dude is so rude, it's ridiculous. He tried to get rude with me one time. I had to calm down. I said, look, I need some quarters for the air. My tires were low. I said, I said here's $3 and get some quarters. They go, not $3, $1. I said, it's your machine. You're going to get some money from it. Give me $3. No, $1. All right, give me a dollar. At that point, I had to calm down and say, I'm not going to do this. First of all, you're a little snot-nosed kid that I feel like telling you, okay, here, grab it and get it close right here. As soon as you grab it, head, slam your head to the counter. Hold a dollar at him. Didn't knock all the gum and five our energy off. <laughs> <laughs> and take a honey bun while I go. <laughs> no, but but here's the thing. But he's talking all this stuff, and there's one kid that's up in there, and he comes talking stuff to this one kid. And this kid's like, he started coming at him, boy. And I'm standing there, I'm like, hmm, this is going to be interesting. Let me, let me watch this, because I'm just going to sit back and watch it. Like, mm, I told you, but I knew it was going to happen. He got scared, then his eyes kind of turned red. He was like, you get out of my store. You get out. He got scared. He really got scared. And um, that kid was going to whoop him. He said, I'll be back at 9 o'clock. <laughs> I was like, hmm. I'm like, I, I think I'm going to have something to do. I'm going to tell this kid, let me run to the store at 9. <laughs> I got something to check out real quick. Watch him get whooped. I'll be out there, yeah, get him. Y'all see me on YouTube <laughs> in the background. Get him. That's for talking that mess by that air. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. This guy, man, I saw I saw him come up in, the, and, and, and the one kid, man, he just started talking all this crazy stuff to him. Started cussing, you know, saying, i kill you and stuff like that and all this stuff. And the kid doesn't know this is on camera and all that stuff, man, doesn't have a clue. And I feel bad for him because I'm like, you probably, that po popo going to be ready for you the next time you show up. So, you know. But here's the thing. The thing I was showing was this. The Bible says the mouth of the righteous is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. And that's what I saw, man. That's all that came from him. I know he was angry, but some of the vilest things were coming out of his mouth. But we're not to be like that, amen? We're righteous. Our mouths are a well of life. We don't react. We respond. Amen? Amen. Go in your Bibles too. Click it for me. Go to Proverbs ten nineteen. <laughs> it says, In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. See that? In a multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. Verse 20, The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is worth little. Do you see that? Stop right there. It says, the tongue of the righteous is choice silver. All right? 
That's the silver people use for utensils and things like that because, you know, you really don't see people. Most of the time when you see people having uh, uh, valuable um, china and then, and then like, uh, what, what is it, tea, what do they call that, pictures or whatever you want to call it, it's normally not gold, right? Normally if it's something valuable, it's silver with things like that. And so there's a place that, that silver is the thing of choice. So it says, the tongue of the righteous is choice silver, but the heart of the wicked is worth little. You, you see that? It went from tongue to the heart. But in, it's saying the same thing. It's saying that the heart of the righteous brings forth that tongue that's like choice silver. But the heart of the wicked, which is going to bring forth that death, that violence, it says the heart of the wicked is worth little. Verse 21, click it for me, because I think those verses are, yeah, you can click, click it again. Verse 21, the lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. What does that mean? The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. So if we know that God's word is the food, that you know this is talking about, right? The lips of the righteous feed many. That's the life we give. We're giving God's truth. It said, but, but fools die for lack of wisdom. What does that mean? That means that it's the people that chose not to receive the truth, the wisdom of God, that comes from the mouth of the righteous. Are you hearing me? God expects that our lives, our mouths are bringing forth wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is, is truthfully, God's wisdom is, is, is opposite of what the world says. God's word, the Bible says God's wisdom is foolishness to the world, and the world's stuff is foolishness to God, meaning the reason the world will say it's foolishness is because they don't want to hear. They're hard-hearted, pride for all of that. They'll say that that's foolishness. You hear people say Christianity is for the weak. truth of the matter is that the world's stuff is foolishness to God. Right? Lips of the righteous feed many. Are people edified and fed when they come into contact with you? Are you hearing me? Do they hear you speaking the same thing that everybody else is speaking, lost in everything, calling it as you see them? Health insurance. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it by God's economy. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Not according to the United States. Can, can I help you out? If, you're, if your economy is the United States, you in debt. <laughs> okay, just help you out. You borrow money for China right now. <laughs> See, I mean, so, so if you're going to speak reality, speak reality. Are you hearing me? I love those commercials where um, you see the guy with a big house, nice cars, and he's out to cut this yard. And he's smiling, he says, I'm up to debt in my eyeballs. <laughs> and, and they're talking about people looking like they have the good life. 
Oh, man, the way America does it, man, come on. It's so opposite of what God says. It's so opposite. God wants us, us not to not to react to things the way the world does. Man, we got to respond the way he says to do it. Amen? Are you hearing me? Amen? The way you start it is by speaking it. That's how you begin to create it. You hear me? Your kids, your kids may be going through things, your little ones, whatever. You can't call it as you see it. You've got to start laying hands and speaking some life. Amen? Call it as God says it. Even when they don't know. The boys don't know. I lay hands on them every night. And I'm speaking, I'm saying, blessed, highly favored of God. Every so often, Jeremiah and Judah, they feel my hand. They're like, you know for me. You know, because they don't know. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. I'm blessing you. <laughs> I give him a woman. Next time I come here and bless you, you better just lay there. I lay down and put it all on you. <laughs> no, that's for real, though. I come in there every night. Bless the highly favor. Speak life, man. Man, even when they don't know it, I'm speaking life. I call them as I see them. Sometimes they do seem like they're crazy. I'm like, y'all really have to fight over that. I'm like, you know, you know, teenagers, you know, they get to the age where they talk stuff about everything, right? How many of y'all know that? They, they just got something to say about everything, you know. Well, it, it doesn't have to be disrespect, but I mean like to their siblings and stuff. So Jeremiah comes upstairs and says, mm, I gotta use the bathroom. They like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> hold up, hold up. Did you really say why? <laughs> so he's got to have this long conversation because he's got to use the bathroom. Okay, he's got to explain why. He's like, what you eat, man? <laughs> Dude, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, Jay, shut up. Let him go to the bathroom, please. I'm like, my gosh. So therefore, I show up at night and lay hands and oil on that Lord, bless his mind. Bless and highly favored. <laughs> that teenage mind. But, I mean, y'all know that's the reality of why teens do that, because the, their frontal lobe is not fully developed. No, that's real. So they, they got some crazy stuff going on. I pray. I pray for that. I lay hands right on that lobe. Right, right, right on that lobe, right there. <laughs> okay, I right, am sorry. Okay, go to uh, Proverbs ten, verse thirty-one. It says right here, the mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom. Here it is again, but the perverse tongue will be cut out. Yeah. The mouth of the righteous bring forth, brings forth wisdom, but the perverse tongue will be cut out. Ah, really quickly. Go to Proverbs 8.13. Chapter 8, verse 13.
says right here, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, and the evil way, and the perverse mouth. I hate. This is what God says. The perverse mouth means the the forward mouth or the the the, the perverted mouth, mouth the, the the fraudulent mouth, anything that deals with wickedness. And if, what you need to understand is that if this world is full of wickedness and we just call it as we see it, then that means we're speaking more on wickedness. God says, I hate that. Do you hear me? Let's go in your Bibles really quick. Let's move move fast so I can go and get finished. Go to Matthew twelve thirty four. Well, you don't have to go there. You don't have to go there because I already spoke about it. It says, brood of vipers, how can you speak, uh, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Everything is coming from your heart. So with, with that in mind, it's out of the abundance of your heart and your mouth speaks. Look at Proverbs verse uh, 4. I'm sorry, chapter 4, verse 23. Go there. Proverbs 4, 23. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks, the Bible says. Proverbs 4, 23 says, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. Of all life or of your life. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of your life. The issues that you face in your life right now, many of many of those issues have come from what you said. Your heart. Out of what's in your heart is what you speak. And you are creating when you hear me. Away from your deceitful mouth. Perverse lips look far. Perverse lips far from you. I see that. Now, so let's go go over to. Matter of fact, let's do this. Click it for me. So now, how do I ensure that I speak life into my world? How do I make sure? You know trials are going to come. You know trouble's going to rise. The day of adversity is going to come. The day of prosperity is going to come as well. But how do I make sure that I speak life into my world? Always. Look at this. Hide God's word in your heart, just like we just said. Hide God's word in your heart. Guard your heart with all this. Hide God's word in your heart. Go to Psalm 119, verse 11, really quickly. Almost finished. Really simple. It's just, a, just, just refreshing you, uh, uh, reminding you, so to speak. Hide God's word in your heart. How do you do that? Psalm 119, verse 11. It says, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. Look at that. I, will re- I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as, as in all riches. I will meditate in your precepts and contemplate your ways. 
I will delight myself in your statutes, and I will not forget your word. Stop right there. Hiding God's word in my heart means, look, I'm going to meditate on his word. Meditate on his word. What does that mean? That means to meditate takes some time. You can't meditate in a room full of everybody. Can you? That don't even sound right. Chaos is all right. I'm meditating. No, you're probably not. Meditation normally happens when you're off by yourself. Hear me. Now, meditate on your precepts. Precepts. Says, I, I will delight myself in your statutes. Do you delight in God's word? You delight in it. I delight in God's word. You know why? Because that's what's the only thing that's going to bring about change in my life. If I already know trouble's going to come, if I already know the squeeze is going to be on my life, I'm going to delight in his word because that's my answer. You delight in things that benefit you. Some of us get sucker punched because we stop delighting, we stop meditating, and Satan's like, thank you. And it's like Star Wars, the reverse. Darth Vader, the shields are down. Anybody know about Star Wars? Y'all know that? When they took out the Death Star, as soon as those shields were down, they went in. As soon as the enemy, the shields are down, let's go. And he sucker punches you. You hear me? I delight in his word. That's what's going to bring change. Are you hear me? And I, I meditate in his word on how to be a better husband, a better father, a better pastor, a better friend. I have to. When, when is it a good day for me to say, I got this, Lord? Because you never got it. There's more for God to reveal to you. Are you hearing me? You've got to get this. And he said, but listen, I've hidden this word in my heart. I'm not sitting against you. I've been absorbed with you. I've let it saturate me. Because when the squeeze comes on, now that's going to ensure that I don't, I don't sin against God. Everything is going to be a response based on what's in me. And he says, and contemplate your ways. I'll contemplate your ways. Contemplate your ways. I'll favor or care. I'll, I'll give regard to, to your ways. I'll respect your ways. That's what contemplate in that sense means. Are you hearing me? God's way is right, period. It has nothing to do with how you feel. Are you hearing me? His way is right, period. And when you begin to question his way, somebody just said that God doesn't know what he's talking about. Are you hearing me? His way is right. It says your statutes are right. Your, your judgments are pure. All these things, man, his way is right. Now, you can sit there and keep doing it your way, and I promise you it's going to bring destruction. Or you can choose to do it his way, and watch and see what's going to happen. It's going to bring the same result that, that, that happens when you do it his way, that he said in his word. 
Amen? You're not going to have his way in you. Knowing that when the squeeze comes on, you walk out his way unless you purpose you put it in you. Contemplate respecting his way. Amen? Go to this. Go to, uh, matter of fact, number two. We keep God's word in the midst of our heart. So the question is, how do we ensure that we speak life into our world? We hide God's word in our heart, and then we keep his word in the midst of our hearts. We just went there. I just read that. Say, keep God's word in the midst of your heart. What does that mean? It's in the center. His word is not a side issue. The midst means the center. Are you hearing me? So many of us treat God's word like it's a side issue. And I joke on this all the time, but, but we respond to that ding, boom, Facebook. Okay. They went to the beach. We respond to, we, we look at Facebook before we look at God's word. And I just don't, I mean, honestly, me seeing everybody else go to the beach and it's raining outside right here, they ain't going to do nothing but depress me. They ain't going to do nothing but make me want to leave Colorado and get back to Alabama. I don't need that. Amen? So I'm not trying to spend my time on things like that. I, no, 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 no. No, listen, listen. I'm, I'm keeping, I'm guarding this word, and I'm putting it in the center of my heart, the center of my being. He's the first and the last. Alpha and omega. When I rise up, I'm in his word. When I lay down, I'm in his word. Meditate his word day and night, which brings us to this. Go to number three. Meditate in God's word day and night. How do we ensure that we speak life into our worlds? Some of our mouths have brought us to, listen, we've created the things that we're facing right now, a lot of from what we said. How we said it. All of these things. Go to Psalms chapter 1, and then we're finished. Chapter 1. I'm going to help you out. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. What does that mean? Every, what, what, what the news media is saying, what everything around you is saying. It's right here. Blessed, happy, fortunate, even to be envied, it says, is the man who walks not the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the paths of sinners. I ain't walking their way. Nor sits in the seat of the scornful, those mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And I pray you don't find yourself as a mocker when God says what he says and you, you take the position that, wait a minute, that's just too far-fetched. You've just become a mocker. Are you hearing me? 
But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the word of God. And in his law, he meditates day and night. That word law right there just simply means his word, his statutes, principles. And what happens? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in this season. Look what your life is bringing forth. Whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind blows away. But it says, look, when he meditates in God's word day and night, he says, look, look, he'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, the most fertile soil, bringing forth that fruit, that life. A tree that brings forth fruit, it proves that it has life. That's what Jesus said. He said, an evil tree produces good fruit. I'm sorry, evil tree, evil tree produces evil fruit, good tree produces good fruit, and he says, it's from your heart. Right? Out of the bunch of the heart comes everything else. So it says, when you meditate in God's word, then now, what's going to come out of you? Life. Bring forth fruit in the season. Look at this, whose leaves shall not wither. The leaf, guys, here's the thing. When, when, when they talk about medicine, and things like that, the, the healing, the medicine is in the leaves. You understand that, right? They come up with medicines and things like that. It's, it's Early medicines were from the leaves of trees. That's where you got it from. Aloe. Are, are you hearing me? Listen, whose leaves shall not wither. I say your health is not going to wither. Look at this. Whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. That's life. Life coming forth. Are you hearing me? That's how we ensure that we speak life into our world, guys. It's all about getting God's in there. Listen, can I help? Get, getting God's word in there, I should say. Here's the thing. Now, please understand, that's why Satan and your flesh fight so hard against you spending time in God's Word. When you look at it at the scheme of things, for real, there's, there's really a battle between this TV show and God's Word, for real. For real. For real. I mean, think about it. Think about it in the real scheme of things. For real. We're really going to let that be a battle. Now, I know we're not talking about reading God's word constantly. You can't watch TV. Don't walk out of here and say I said that. But I'm saying we, we won't give God any time. We don't set aside any time to get with God. But we make sure our time is right for our programs, right? Don't we? Especially with DVR stuff, you Are you hear me? We have to we have to get God's word in in us, guys. If we know that's the truth, you must understand that's why that battle is there. That's why there is truly a struggle. And do not cop out and say, "Well, it doesn't mean all of that. It doesn't take all of that." Just understand. 
Satan is making himself ready to sucker punch you. Are you hearing me? The Bible says don't be ignorant of his devices. He only seeks who he can devour, meaning he cannot devour everyone. He goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. A lion, when it hunts, it looks for the weak and the stragglers. Are you hearing me? Now, why would we find ourselves weak? We have not eaten. Right? How do we find ourselves straggling? We have not eaten. We've gotten tired. We lag behind. And sometimes we come up with, with some erroneous thoughts. It don't take all that. Why are they walking so fast? It don't take all that walking. And you forgot, the reason we hang in this herd like this is because that line is not going to walk over with all of us sitting right here, and we all look strong. So, value God's word. Know that it benefits you. Know that Satan's going to fight against you, and your flesh is going to war against your time of spending in God's word. And just know that, listen, as a believer, you've got to spend time in his word because it's the only way life is going to flow from you. And as believers, the Bible says the righteous, our mouths should be wells of life. Hear me. The Bible says the wicked speak death. I ain't wicked no more, man. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister.
you are listening to Morning Inspirations on Jam Radio 2.1.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.